Do you not remember Bawitaba? No, I do. Okay. I think when I was like in sixth grade or some sometime in middle school, mm-hmm. somebody made one of the screensavers on one of the computers the lyrics in oh. scare quotes to Bawitaba. <laughs> Which okay. was pretty entertaining to watch, actually, because it just, like, was scrolling Yeah, past. scroll across. Yeah. Ba with a ba with yeah. dang a dang. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I just like the joke where it's like, ba with a ba with dang a dang diggy to diggy to boogie it up jumps the boogie blue moon. I don't get why that's a joke. Because that's like, a ver- there's a version of blue moon where it starts with a guy going, ba ba da da ba da ba da da ba da ba da da ba ding a dong ding blue moon. Oh, I don't know that one. Okay. Well, if you knew that, it would be hilarious. I'm sure. If you had heard that song. Well, I guess maybe I'm old enough to know the kid rock version, but not old enough to know whatever you're talking about. Yeah, when I was a kid back in the 50s, you know, I was a real greaser. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a real J-bird or J... What was it on Grease? T-bird? I was a real T-birds. I think. I was a real T-birds back then with my cigarette pack rolled up into my sleeve and dear listener i will have you know sean just watched greece for the very first time in his life Hmm? like two weeks ago and i won't stop talking about it (laughs) you have talked about it a bit Hmm. a scotch sure it's talkable aboutable do you know that word a scotch no it's a scotch what no i say a scotch a scotch a scotch (laughs) no okay all right Agree to disagree. No, no, I'm sure it's a very valid regionalism that you have. That well, you have. What, what do you mean when you say a skosh? Like, just move it over a skosh, just like a little bit. Yeah, a skosh. I think you're goofing again. No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, maybe. It's just like the time you tried to convince me that buoys were called buoys in It sounds plausible, though, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. It Can never did. Can you just, like... Imagine like a Boston lady being like, "Look at that buoy." <laughs> well, how would she say it? So she said, "Look at that buoy," like that. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. All right. Well, that case is closed. Okay. Good. Um, Do we want to tell people what we're even doing, or what are you to did oh, yeah. you show up for, listener? What, All right. What were you hoping? Hold for? on. Let's get a clean edit on this, and then right. let's. Let's very professionally do My Girlfriend Begrudgingly Reads Dune. Okay, what's the clean edit? What mm. do you mean by that? It means, it means shut up for a second. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, everybody, and welcome to My, My Girlfriend, Girlfriend Begrudgingly, Begrudgingly Reads Dune. That's the show where I've got a girlfriend named Caitlin, but she's her own person, and I'm Sean, and... I like Dune, and she doesn't like Dune, and but I make her read a chapter of Dune every week, and that's getting harder and harder to do, because she really doesn't want to do it. She hates homework and doesn't like Dune. I don't hate homework, I just hate Dune. Oh, okay. Uh, How do you not hate homework? I'm Wait Caitlin a minute. I'm and I'm my own person. Do you really not hate homework? I mean, I... Well, I don't know. It's been a long time since I, like, hated homework. Yeah, but it's the worst. That's the best thing about being an adult is that you don't have homework and you get to have sex. Do I not have homework and do I get to have sex? (laughs) I mean, I feel like 
It's true. Okay, like, I like that, theoretically, on a good day, I have a 9 to 5 work day. Uh-huh. That's not all days. Yeah. But, um, and then, like, when that's over, I'm just like, okay, just watch TV now or whatever. Yeah. You know? I like that. But I feel like I worry about a lot more shit than I used to back when I had homework. Hmm. And that, that all that worrying and thinking and grocery shopping and bill paying and laundry doing and home improvements that's that's my homework now mm. so you have to wash your own underwears on a regular basis right but you don't have to do math here's night. what i'll say it's better than being in grad school when you have to wash your own underwears and you have homework yeah that is the worst yeah. college is the worst i don't know why people well, college, like, yeah, I had to, like, wash my own underwear, but I still was fucking off, mostly, mm. but also doing my homework, mm-hmm. you know? I wasn't, like, really considering myself an adult. Yeah, that's true. But in graduate school, you're like, I have to do all of this just for you're like, ugh, I'm an adult and I'm in school. This mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to, like, be an adult in school, too. Mm-hmm. You have to go teach and you have to, like, did you teach in graduate school? I'm TA'd. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like, I don't know, you have to like take your classes really seriously and, mm-hmm. you know, pay close attention. And you have to like schmooze with the people in your cohort. You have like, to like be friends with your professor. Right. You got, You have to go out to dinners with them and shit. Yeah. You yeah. have to like, yeah, have meetings with them and mm-hmm. they beat you over the head about how you're not writing your thesis Mm -hmm. but we're still gonna go have drinks together like gals (laughs) uh i if you knew my advisor it would be hilarious to picture him saying that (laughs) (laughs) we should go get drinks together Mm -hmm. like a couple of gals Mm -hmm. no it would no (laughs) i can't even do it justice well he's from ohio right so he's got that midwestern accent yeah which you just depicted so well yeah yeah well, the Midwestern accent, what is that? It's like, let's go get drinks today. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Okay. But he was more just like, um, I can't uh, review your thesis this weekend because I'm going to a gaming convention. Oh, so he was into the old, what kind of gaming? Dungeons and Dragons or? I don't know. Like, I think Video tabletop games, games but mm-hmm. like uh, my friend Danny, shout out Danny. Uh, told me he was really into like um, like communist games or like maybe that's what I'm just calling them now. It's like what are uh, communist games? you know like collaborative games, not like competitive games. Name one. Uh, like pandemic, I've heard is like this. Oh yeah, okay. Where it's like everybody's playing against the computer or the deck of random cards. Right. Okay. Yeah. I haven't played many of those. We we played Betrayal on House at House on the Hill, and that was kind of collaborative because, mm-hmm. uh, except for the one person who's the murderer and doesn't know it or does know it, I can't remember. I don't know. I was not. Yeah, you weren't into that feeling it. Mm-hmm. Well, and the interesting thing is, like, as collaborative as I am, IRL, which mm-hmm. I just did my performance review today, and I at least said on my performance review that I think I'm highly collaborative. Totally. Uh, you are a stone-cold cutthroat when it comes to gaming. 
I'm not a stone cold cutthroat. I just I am a stone cold cutthroat when it comes to collaboration in real life. Is what mm. I thought you were gonna say. Oh, I'm like we will work together, and you're gonna like it, and we're gonna produce shit together, and it's gonna be awesome. That's what it sounds like when you're on Zoom all day. Kinda, um, but anyway, in games, I'm just like eh, I just want to like be, have one of us be trying to win. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Play it doesn't have to be you and it doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't have to be me. I don't even care if I'm the one who wins. Oh, you just want someone to be trying to. Win. I just want there to yeah, be a person who's winning or losing. Fair enough. For me, whatever, for whatever reason, it's just not that fun to play against the game. Yeah, we're cool, 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 cool. What if it was? Well, I'm not even going to ask. I was about to say, what if it was like a situation where one of the players you were all playing against one of the players in a sort of dungeon master situation and then i was like why am i even forming that question in my head to ask you yeah i <laughs> uh-huh yeah. right exactly anyways <laughs> let's talk about dune um all right you want me to say what happened in this chapter jessica goes on this crazy ayahuasca trip yeah uh paul I, uh, once again <laughs> is this like the quick overview and then you're going to get into it in more detail or are you trying to like just shove it all into a 30 second like wrap up i don't know let's just see what happens why don't you just roll with it god you're so uptight all right i'll shut up all right jessica goes on a crazy ayahuasca trip Mm -hmm. paul gets stoned again which kind of fucks him up because of his prescient vision Mm -hmm. uh Jessica becomes the Reverend Mother Jessica. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old shriveled up Reverend Mother fucking dies. Uh-huh. And then Chani's like, Paul, I can tell we gonna bone, we gonna have a baby, mm-hmm. gonna be hot, I'm into it, let's go. That's the, that's the overview. And it's the last chapter of the second book mm-hmm. in the Book of Dune. Okay. All right. What would you like me to elaborate on? <laughs> the whole fucking thing. <laughs> All right. Let me let me take it from the top. Okay. Jessica has a crazy ayahuasca. No, trip. that's not the top. <laughs> All right. The top is Jessica's in this acoustic horn. <laughs> There's fucking ledges everywhere. There's like a ledge like every fucking place and all of a sudden the whole world is made up of ledges. I think the I can't figure it out. Here I think it's set up like one of those uh semi fancy large um like business hotels. Like a, oh, I was thinking like an opera house. No, no. I'm thinking like I'm thinking like, you know, one of those hotels with the big atrium in the middle mm-hmm. and then all of the all of the rooms are on le- like or around the outside of the building you know but the but the whole atrium is like from from the bottom to the top of like this 15 story building or 15 story mm-hmm. building you know and like sometimes there's like glass elevators that go up in the middle mm-hmm. and then like they have spurs that go off to the but what um, in that scenario are you referring to as a ledge <clears throat> The, the 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 parts the parts where you walk around to your room that's you the mean ledge. like a balcony it's kind of like a balcony it's yeah. like an extended balcony you know the kind of you know the kind of hotel i'm talking about yeah of course I do. you know it's like oh we're going We've to new orleans and staying at the omni 
you know, flippity floop, and it's always there's a big atrium in the middle, and like you come out of your room and you're like, whoa, it's a long way down, and then like you have to go to that damn glass elevator, and like well, I don't really like this. This is not a comfortable way to start. I'm the not sure day if I've me. ever actually stayed in one of these hotels, but I've definitely seen them in movies and shit. Or you know, it's like a, the, it's the kind oh, of place. Oh, it's like that'll... the Holyoke Mall. <laughs> sure, it's a little like the Holyoke Mall. Yeah, it's a bit like a mall, same kind of thing with yeah. ledges, right? I was thinking like ledges, 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 but you're like ledges, ledges. Well, I don't know. I'm just thinking about that glass elevator or not so glass elevator, mm-hmm. or, you know, elevator in the middle of mm-hmm. everything. Um, but it doesn't have to have an elevator in the middle. Sometimes they just have elevators on the sides and it's just. Sure. All I'm trying to say is I've never heard of so many ledges in my life. Okay. And I did picture this like an opera house. There's an acoustic horn. They keep talking about the acoustic horn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, way deep in the acoustic horn is a little bench. Mm-hmm. And Jessica's standing up there on whatever fucking ledge she happens to be on at that moment. Mm-hmm. Being like, oh, man, I don't know. This seems bad. I'm going to die. Shit's going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. Am I making a bad decision here? Right. What am I doing? Because she doesn't even really know what's going on. I think what she knows. I think what she knows is that. Wait, wait, wait. She... But, but yeah, because don't even spoil it. Okay. Because, like, she doesn't know, like, she knows what's going on, but we as the reader don't know what she's angsting about. Yeah. And she's, like, angsting about her little baby in her tummy, and finally she's, like, even thinking about the little baby in her tummy, Mm -hmm. because she's just been so, like, nonchalantly pregnant. Yeah. Um, And then the, uh, so then there's, like, oh, so then Stilgar is, like, Jessica, you can sit on that bench, like, the... Reverend Mother's going to come in and sit on that bench, but you can pop a squat there for a minute. And Jessica's like, no, thanks. I'll stand. Mm -hmm. So then uh, the, oh, and there's like throngs of people. Yeah, they just keep coming in. He's like, he look. She looks down. It's like there's five thousand people down there. In and then some she positionality looks in relationship to the ledge. It's it's like they're down at the in the food court. I don't know. I don't buy that. That's the setup of this whole thing. Well, it's it's the mall with an acoustical horn on one end, and there's a food court underneath, and everybody's like piling into the food court. <laughs> They're all getting their being samples. like Lisa Dalgie. All getting Slip their samples over. from Cajun Kitchen as yeah. they walk by. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting their gyros and their their Sparrow pizza. Yeah, their Sparrow pizza. <laughs> Lisa Dalgie. <laughs> mm, yeah. The pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Panda mm-hmm. Express. Let's just name. Uh, let's just name food court. Chef McDonald's the is usually the there. I mean, Wendy's, in the south, you'll get Subway. a Chick Fil A. Yeah. Um, uh, you might get like some kind of burrito thing, like a Razoo's or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or uh, what is it Sometimes called? Sometimes you get a Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, that's well, too rare. Too yeah. rare, mate. Yeah. Uh, so weirdly, sometimes Johnny Rocket's in a food court. That is weird because Johnny Rocket, I think of, I like to go, I, did I, have I mentioned, I like Johnny oh, Rocket? Oh, I like Johnny Rocket too. Yeah. I used to want to go there whenever I was hungover in college, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's a great place because they've, mm-hmm. got, they've got the good milkshakes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're down there, they've got their Johnny Rockets, um, but their Johnny Rockets ran out of uh, a chocolate. They've only got vanilla for the milkshakes. Mm, you know. But they do have onion rings. Yeah, they got onion rings, and they every it's all swimming in spice. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Jessica's looking down at the food court. Okay, so then the sea of people parts on the food court, and mm-hmm. um, 
Paul's new adopted children are like mm-hmm. uh, making, you know, parting the people for yeah. him to walk mm-hmm. through. Yeah. He comes up onto the ledge and I just like can't get over all the ledges. But um, there's probably an escalator up to the ledge. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't even want you to try to make sense of the ledges for me because I just the, like when I think ledge, I think of something that is like maybe three feet off the ground. What is what exactly is bothering you about the ledges? It's is it... the use of the word ledge. Okay. Because it's like a ledge is like. It could be anything. No, it it can only be one thing. It's a thing that's like no more than three feet off the other thing that it's on. But don't you talk about like don't. You know, oh, it's scary to look over the ledge of the cliff. Cliff? Edge. But what about the cliff? Isn't there a cliff ledge? No, you're thinking of the word edge, I think. <laughs> you don't, no one ever hangs off of the ledge of a cliff? I don't cliff? think so. What about edge? that? What about Could that? Arnold... An edge by you again. Is that the <laughs> What about that Celeste, Sylvester Stallone movie, uh, Cliff Ledger? <laughs> And there was that part at the very beginning where he's like hanging off with one hand off of the ledge of a cliff. And he's like, oh, this is some kind of ledge. Are you thinking oh. about Heath Ledger? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that Sylvester Stallone movie, <laughs> Heath Ledger. What the fuck is Cliff Ledger? Is that a real thing? No. Yeah, okay. He's called Cliffhanger. <laughs> All right. So. I take umbrage with the word ledge, I guess, is all I'm saying. Okay. And ledges not a thing, Frank Herbert. No, it's an ledges edge or it's are, nothing. No, ledges are a thing. But do you mean balcony or something higher off the ground? Yeah. It's it's like Paul climbed up onto the ledge. Yeah. How did he get onto the ledge? Was it like one step up onto the ledge? Were there stairs? Was there a ladder? Can you please explain to me what it means to climb up onto a ledge? I just feel like that's not it's so much to ask. when the glass elevator is broken. Ugh. You have to take the ledge. No. 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 <sighs> okay. She's serious when she talks to me like a cat. Yeah. Uh, right. So anyway, Paul comes up onto the ledge by some mode that we don't understand at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ornithopter probably. <laughs> and why would you need an ornithopter to get onto a ledge? <laughs> a ledge. Okay, we need to move past this. <laughs> so. <laughs> so uh, he's like, "Hey, Ma, what's up?" And he's like, what the fuck is going on? She's like, not really being upfront with him. Um, she's like, oh my God, am I making bad decisions? Yeah, and he's like, I thought we, I was summoned for a meeting. Yeah, right. I thought this was a council meeting. Yeah, what the and heck I, is this? Now we see it's kind of some kind of weird, you know, proto. Lunch party. <laughs> yeah, it's some kind of like Matrix rave thing going on <laughs> we're about to do. Everybody's hands are all greasy from their Sparrow pizza. <laughs> yeah. Oof. That's, yeah, Sparrow is not a good rave food. No, definitely not. It's going to be touching people's faces. Well, plus the black lights. You just have, yeah. like, grease all over you. Um, oh, boy. Anyway, so... Chani then comes through the parted seas of humans. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a green armband, which... Mm-hmm, because she's mourning. Which... Paul understands. Um, and he's like, really? Still for mourning. freaking. Uh, 
No, I don't think he thinks that at all. No, he thinks it's for the uh, dad. He thinks it's for Leah. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he knows that Green is mourning because <clears throat> his new found children were like, we're not wearing green because we accept you as our new dad. Yeah, that's such a... That's like... I've, Some fucked up shit. I've worked with eight and ten-year-olds, and mm. I don't think they just throw out the new dad moniker <laughs> that easily. Right. Like, I, mean, I taught kids who got very close to them. They never were like, hey, guess what, teacher? You're my dad now. Well, teachers aren't dads. Kids know that. Yeah, some of them. Teachers are teachers, and mm-hmm. dads are dads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After we showed them that film strip, they got <laughs> that message. Okay. Um. Anyway, so. Uh. So Chani comes in. She's Chani wearing comes green. In, she's the wearing kids the green. not wearing green because they don't give a shit about their old dads. They're like, we get new dads every two weeks. All our dads suck at knife fighting. <laughs> We know you're not going to last very long. I don't care who you are. Yep. My mom likes crappy knife fighters. Yep. Actually, apparently in Fremen society, all you have to do is your first husband just has to be a crappy knife fighter. Crappy knife fighter. And then you're, it's all crappy knife fighters from then on out because you're just switching out husbands when they get killed in knife fights. But then wouldn't it be good night? Wouldn't you be getting better and better knife fighters? Oh, that's probably right. Yeah. You'd have to start it really crappy. <laughs> right. To like, you know, work yeah. your way up. Anyway, so uh, then the next person to come through is the shriveled oh. up crone of a, a, mm, yeah. a reverend mother on a car- being carried on a litter, which I don't know what that means, but I pictured her like in a litter box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just dragging her out in the, cat- in the kitty litter box. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> she likes. No, a litter is, it's, um, I think it's one of those, like, the four burly dudes. No, uh, why is Karen. that called a litter? Because it's, it's alliterative. No. <laughs> um, so they bring her up, they put her on the ledge somehow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, and then the Reverend Mother's like, you oh you underlined what did you why did you underline that that the shout out rape mapes was right to pity you yeah she I just like that to Jessica I just like the call out back to the shout out mapes yeah and it's kind of a call out mm-hmm. period shout out mapes was right to pity you why is that a call out what do you think she meant means by that you're pitiful mm. <laughs> I mean I think it was I thought it was that the like. The part of the prophecy was that, like, all the shitty stuff's going to happen to you, the mom. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, so... So then they bring out these... These uh, leader johns full of yeah. glug-glug liquid. Gurgling, burbling, bubbling, glug-glug liquid. Yeah, and they hand them to Chani. And basically, and then they... Yeah, Chani's well, there to do all the menial tasks of this, uh, yeah. whatever. The shriveled up Reverend Mother goes and sits on the bench on the back of the acoustic horn. Mm-hmm. And Chani, Chani does some call and response shit. Yeah. And, oh, but before that, Stilgar's like, 
you know, just in case Jessica fails at being a reverend mother, we're going to also... Make Chani a... A, a Sayadina. A Sayadina, yeah. I don't really know what that means. Yeah, and then Paul's like, say what? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> like, they could both not survive this, what they're about to do. Yeah. And then <clears throat> they come to find out that they're going to, they have, they bring, she brings one of these leader johns over, these gurgling leader johns, sticks a crazy straw in it, and like, and, and goes, all right, now we're, you need to bless this water yeah. of life. And she's like. And Jessica's like. It smells funkin' weird. Yeah, there's like several poisons in there that I can smell. And I'm pretty nervous. She's like, it smells, it all, it smells slightly like several poisons, but not exactly like any poison mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's freaked out about it, so she takes a tiny little sip. Yeah, and then, and then and Chani really like, squeezes well, the juice box <laughs> yeah. and like squirts a ton into her mouth. Which like. She sounds so shitty. Like, mm-hmm. it's the worst to have somebody else pour something into your mouth. I have a very early memory of, like, um, my, like, preschool teacher picking up my juice box mm-hmm. and was like, did you drink your juice? Mm-hmm. And, like, clearly I had, and it was a full juice box. Mm-hmm. And I go, yes, mm-hmm. I have. And she looks at it, like, looks at the straw. And squeezes the box and like squeezes grape juice right into her face. She sounds kind of dumb. Yeah, right. Like that's. I don't know if she was. She was in charge of a bunch of small she, children. If she was really that dumb, or if like I'm just remembering, but but I remember like it being so funny and everyone <laughs> laughing because of, I mean if I was there today and I watched that same thing, I would laugh. For sure. Yeah. So she does that to mm-hmm. Jessica. Yeah, but in the mouth. Squeezes a bunch of grape juice into, into her, her mouth. mouth hole. Yeah, mouth hole. Um, and Jessica's like, oh shit, here we go. Uh-huh. She's like going on this crazy... Well, all of a sudden time trip. stops. Yeah. And she's like, wait a minute, why is time stopped for me? Mm-hmm. And she's like looking at everybody's faces, you know, and it's doing the thing where like there's a hummingbird flies by, but its wings are just going whoop, whoop. Yeah. and you know everyone else is like stopped mm-hmm. you know uh and then she's like why is it like this oh shit this is my mind is doing this to save my life why mm-hmm. why because uh, she's gonna become the reverend mother because uh, she's been poisoned because oh, she's been poisoned she's full of poison but then it's like she gets another thing in her mouth in her in her mind and she's like "Ooh." I'm detecting like different molecules. Oh, I know this one. Here's the. Oh, I'm rearranging the molecules with my body. Mm-hmm. Like she can. That's oh, a. I wasn't clear on what. That's a Bene Gesserit power she has. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, I got a hydrogen, a carbon over here. Bloop, 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 mm-hmm. bloop, bloop. Mm-hmm. And she makes a catalyst uh-huh. in her own body by manipulating like molecules inside her own body, and then the catalyst propagates out and uh, and to the rest of the poison, and then. Like, things start to go a little faster. She starts to, like, sense beings Mm -hmm. near her. And Chani gets a little dribble of drip from her mouth to go into her thing. So the catalyst can go into the big gurgles, Uh gurgling leader jaws. And then she pours a little of that into the other ones. And then pretty soon all of it has changed from poison into fucking party juice. Oh, party juice. Yeah. Yeah. So then she somehow... Uses mind well, brains. Yes. Then right, right. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you. Well, say. like the Reverend Mother comes over and like touches her or mm-hmm. something, and they like become like one mind orb. 
Mm-hmm. Well, they describe it. She describes it. She she becomes like a moat, like a moat of dust. And yeah. There's another moat that's the the baby. The bene, Well, the Reverend Mother moat, and then there's a third moat that's silent and love. That's you know, a little bitty baby. And the baby inside of her, right? And yeah. the the other Reverend Mother's like, "What the fuck? Why didn't you tell us we were pregnant? This affects uh, both of you." Yeah. She's like, "You may have." Fucked up your baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your baby might be just fucked up for life. And you know, Jessica's thinking, "Well, I didn't, I didn't know what was going to happen today. Right, you right. know, I didn't know what you guys did." Yeah. Um, and she also senses, "Oh, this is what like Bene Gesserit Reverend Mothers go through. It's like different drugs, but it's the same awakening." Mm-hmm. And then you know, the Reverend. So mother, then the yeah. old Reverend Mother like just downloads all her shit. To Jessica. And all of her memories, yeah. And then just, like, dies. Mm-hmm. But she comes back in, into the memory. And meanwhile, the baby the baby consciousness is, like, screaming and crying in terror. She's like, because mm-hmm. she's getting all this, too, the little baby. Yeah, and, and so, she's worried that her mom just, like, totally fucked her. Yeah, but, she, but, she, but Jessica is able to bring the baby moat of consciousness over and, like, soothe it and send out, yep. like, warm, warmth and love and... You and know, then the baby mouth sends love back. Yeah. And and it like grows quiescent. Yep. So then Jessica gets all the Reverend Mother shit and um Reverend Mother dies. Jessica like kinda wakes up. Paul's like should I drink this shit? Well, well, hold on. But the other important thing about the uh, Reverend Mother, well, mm-hmm. she realizes that she realizes number one that this is what Bene Gesserit, like what is has happening inside of her consciousness is what happens when you become a Bene Gesserit Reverend Mother. Yeah. And what happens is... I thought is, that was what was happening. Well, but she didn't know. She was like, these are, you know, oh. it's a, th- this is, you know, to her understanding is like a hillbilly coming out and being like, I'm the Pope. I'm oh. the Pope. It's like, sure you are, hillbilly Pope, you know, but there's one and there's a real Pope in Rome, you know, but it's like, oh, and he's like, and guess what I got? And he brings out like all of the real Pope shit, mm-hmm. you know, like the hat and the miter and the red shoes. And you're like, mm-hmm. whoa, you, you like fully are a Pope. Mm. That's what I think. It's mm. kind of like. She's a hillbilly Pope. Yeah. Call that bad name. Okay. But so the other thing she realizes she starts to see is that she didn't just get so she has downloaded all of the of that Reverend Mother's memories. But that Reverend Mother has also been through this with another lady who had also been through this with another lady. So she doesn't just get this Reverend Mother's memory. She gets all of the Reverend Mother's mm. memories that have hooked up like throughout the ages. And she can go. She can like see down this tunnel of like Reverend Mother memories mm-hmm. into the distant past, and she's like, "Oh shit, I'm now learning stuff about the Fremen, and like, oh, they're a much older civilization than I thought they, than mm-hmm. even I thought they were, and they go back thousands of years to all of these different planets, and they once were, you know, all of these other things." Yeah. So it's a big. She's already got. She's gotten a lot of consciousness downloaded into her, and then she wakes up. Kinda. She wakes up because Paul's like, should I drink this? They're asking, they're telling me I should drink this. Yeah. And, and she, like, wants to tell him that they took the poison, uh, you know, antidote mm-hmm. out of her and put it into them and mm-hmm. that he's going to be fine. But yeah. she, like, can't really communicate that well. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, yeah, drink it. Yeah. And uh, so it's, he does. to me, like... 
Everything about this just sounds like everything I've heard about, like, ayahuasca trips. Mm. Like, basically to everybody else, she just, like, looks unconscious. But, like, in her head, she's, like, going on this crazy fucking journey. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So he drinks it. And, like you said, it's party juice. So he starts to get all... He's like, oh no, here comes the Prussians. Oh yeah. no. This well, because what it does before. is it gives you, it gives, it gives a normal person a bit of a more connection in, you know, MDMA like right. to other people, and yeah. that's why all those twenty thousand people down there are Baptist, aren't fucking? They are. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's why they say let them have their orgy. Oh, I didn't realize that was like literal. <clears throat> yeah. Sexy. Yeah. Um. Then yeah. So, but. Chani carries him off or, mm-hmm. like, leads him into another room. Um, and he's, like, start, you know, he's, like, really feeling very floaty. Yeah, yeah. And he's, like, trying to, like, tamp down the pressions mm-hmm. and shit. Um, and she goes, she's kind of like, hey, I actually took you away because everyone else, since we're all, we're all taking this drug, everyone else is getting like your, your vibes and it's yeah. bumming them out. Yeah, right. So I took you away. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know what to do. You've got these bummer vibes. I can feel them, but I can also feel that we're, like, going to have a baby together and Mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I feel like it's implied that they're, like, they're, like, basically fucking at the end of this chapter. Yeah. Well, I mean, because Paul has got his prescience coming up, and she's getting some of that. She's Mm -hmm. like, I see us with a baby. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then, but he's like, you can't go, you can't back into the future. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting thing to say, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What does it mean to you? Well, like, you can't, like, the future isn't a given. It's Mm -hmm. like you're constantly influencing it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you can't just, like, uh, be like, okay, this is my future and I'm just going to, like, follow this path that Mm -hmm. is, like, written for me because. The future is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. That's how I. Yeah, I think heard that's it. true. And um, and he's like, "Hold me closer, Chani Dancer," and mm-hmm. she's like, "I will." And he was like, "You, you were always the strong one," like talking about it, like as if they hadn't just freaking met. He's mm-hmm. like, "You were always the strong one." Oh yeah, he's like, "I knew you already." Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's seen her in the vision. Yeah, and his his memories of the of the prescient future. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Yeah, and that was pretty much it. That's that with the second book of Dune. Well, I was so I'm interested in. Sounds like you didn't necessarily pick up on the like leveling up of Jessica's powers that was happening in no, this episode. I did, but I, so know, I, was I totally did. I wanted to know if you because I think I feel like you've always been you've, like asking me like what's the deal with these Bene Gesserits? Or what's what else is their deal? And I was like, ah. Th- it's a, no spoilers. There's so much more to their deal, and this is one of those like so much more things. Is like the Reverend Mothers have this ancestral memory going back from mother to mother to mother to mother to mother to mother. To mother, to mother I just mother, think mother. the things that you think are really cool in this book, I'm just like, okay, that, mm-hmm. that's another thing that happened. Well, what if you had all your mom's memories and she had all of her mom's? Memories? No, thank you. I mean, it was interesting when they were starting to like. Ooh, but it's not. Mo- it's not your mom. It's like your. It would have been like your graduate counselor if he was a lady. Oh, I do not want his memories. Mm. No way. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I. I just think, like, uh, what are we talking about? Would you rather have your mom's memories or her memories? Uh, her memories. Okay. I mean. Fair enough. Um, so, I just was thinking, like, when they fused brains, 
and they were just like in each other's brains and shit. Like, if you had the opportunity to do that with me, would you do it? To do in an inside brain thing? Yeah. You mean like, do you want to do acid together? No, just like, like that. Like, like we're just we're like, like we're little note floats floating just about. Just like in each other, we know exactly what's going on in each other's brains. We're just mapped brain oh, on and very, brain. A deep simpatico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. I like my. I like having my own brain. Yeah, that's how I feel too. <clears throat> oh, good. So I feel like you didn't want to. You don't want to merge your programming with me. No. Yeah. I feel like it sounds very overwhelming and stressful to have all these other people's brains in your mm. brain. It's like The Giver. I think. But I haven't read that book in a long time. It's like the Siamese twins that are joined like at the head. <laughs> and they think each other's thoughts and they like can they can like taste what the other what the other one is eating and stuff like that. I don't like that. It stresses me out. It stresses you out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you didn't, if you don't want to be like temporary moat brain buddies, you definitely don't want to have like all no. this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how I feel. Like whenever people talk about like mind reading, mind reading is a very stressful concept mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, oh, I wish my superpower was mind reading. Oh, I don't. Or, so, you know, shit like that. I'm like, no way. Mm-hmm. I want people to have their own private thoughts and I want to have my own mm-hmm. private thoughts. And You'd rather control metal. What? Than read minds and control minds. What? It's the classic dichotomy. You can either control minds or you can control metal. You can either be Professor Xavier or you can be Magneto. Oh. Uh, sure, controlling metal would be cool. I bet I could do some cool home improvement shit. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If okay. it's made of metal. That's the one I'll do. Do metal improvement stuff. Just build everything out of metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sounds kind of cold, but I'll figure it out. Well, it's really easy because, like, you get a lot of free metal because you can just, like, pull it up out of the ground and, like, mold it together. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> what is So what did you think of this chapter? Did you enjoy this chapter at all, or are you completely checked out of this book at this point? No, I enjoyed the chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is what do you think is going to be the consequences for the baby I don't know you don't know okay I don't know I think the baby's going to have fetal spice syndrome Mm. or something what about like the baby's got all the memories that Jessica has that all of the ancestors have you keep wanting to talk about this and it's (laughs) so stressful why is it stressful tell me why it's stressful Cause like I can barely even handle my own memories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, ugh, I don't want any more shit in my brain than I already have. Mm. It would be a real burden for you. Yes. If you were that baby. Exactly. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's understandable. And okay. Well, what, what about... did you think of this chapter? I loved it. I love it. You know, when I read this, I was as a teen, I was like getting my mind blown by the idea of all these memories getting floating all into your head. People and, fucking each other. Well, you know, it's it's kind of like um, there, there's a you know there's a mirror or a you know, isn't like this power sort of the mirror of prescience? You know, he can Paul can see all of the avenues of the future, and Jessica can see all of this all of this past 
you know, past, mm. past, 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 oh, past yeah. memories. You know, mm-hmm. Paul's Paul's got his little baby memories, mm-hmm. but you know, he he can see into the he can see possibilities in the future. You know, he might be able to like read past memories or books. I don't know what he could like read books in his future memories that he hasn't read yet, but he has to make sure he has to go to go read them later sometime. So might as well not read. Wait a minute, am I blowing my own mind? Ugh. Well, I mean, okay, here's the thing. Like, he keeps talking about sort of this, like, lonely island of his, like, mm-hmm. prescience or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I imagine now for Jessica, she's going to be on an even lonelier island than she was before. I mean, it sounds kind of lonely to be a Bene Gesserit in mm-hmm. certain ways already. But, you know, like, the thing about being a person who knows everything that's going to happen or knows everything that has happened, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you can really get anything done, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you still need, like, public support. I keep thinking about this. Like, I've been talking to a woman who talks about public support and, like, Mm. political will a lot. But he he can do the type of public support that he can see in the future is going to get him the power. I guess so, but right now, all all he's doing is trying to, like, stave off this jihad. All he knows is, like, the public support he doesn't want. Mm, Good point. Yeah, he doesn't really want public support at this time. But he does want to survive, and he does want to kill Harkonnens. Yeah, and it kind of sucks to, like, have, like, that responsibility for some shit. Yeah, it's like, what if if he wanted to be a stand-up? Yeah. Or or he just wants to, like, fart around and... Yeah. I don't know. He wants to tool around Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, he's I a think, prince. He can do whatever you know. I think he should be able to do that. He should just chill. Yeah. No, he'll never be able to. He'll never be able to fart around in hostels and. Yeah. You know, he's already. He's he hasn't even had sex yet, and he's already got the got the chick locked in. See, I have just like a real fear of like being responsible for so much you mm-hmm. know like and i think that's how i feel when you tell me i should run for office and oh, it's yeah. like oh yeah it's a big responsibility oh so much responsibility mm-hmm. oh my god i just like like i want to have the freedom to fuck shit up mm-hmm. that's what i want in my life is to like be able to fuck up and to like learn from it and not have it like ruin everything well in that's what i want more than anything let me say this I think the last four years have shown that you can fuck shit up as a public servant and still face no personal consequences for it whatsoever. I, yeah, but that's not the kind of person I aspire to be. Right. I think I'd rather fuck shit up and not have it be that big de- of a deal or be a public servant and, like, do it really well. Yeah. But I don't want to have to do it really well. That sounds so stressful. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, this whole conversation. Is I mean, do you think Paul out. really feels drawn to public service at this no, point? No, I think it sucks. It mm-hmm. sucks for him. It sucks mm-hmm. for Jessica. They all have to, like, carry the weight of the world on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's not your fantasy. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. That's all I've got to say about that. All right. Well, uh, this has been another edition of My Girlfriend Begrudgingly Reads Dune. Did we say enough things? Yeah, we said enough things. Okay, cool. But you know what other things we have to say at the end? Uh, Please uh, like us and subscribe us or whatever your podcatcher's version of that is. Uh Um, But yeah, you know, definitely subscribe if you like the show so you'll know whenever we make it because... 
TBH, guys. Uh, we haven't been like super on the button as to when these things come out. So, you know, if you want to be notified when they come out, just subscribe. And if you've been wondering why that is, I feel like I just gave you an explanation a second ago. Wait, what was it? I want to be allowed to fuck shit up. Yeah, sure. That's I don't right. want to be perfect at things all yeah, the this time. Yeah, this is our Poddington castule, and uh, you, you We have record to it when we damn well feel like yeah, it. Yeah, well, we record it when I can get her to read the book, which is harder and harder to do. Uh, yeah. and the other thing you can do for us is you can, um, you can meet us on the internet at, you can talk to me on Twitter at my underscore Dune. You can not talk to her on Twitter, but you can email me at uh, dunegirlfriend at gmail.com and I'll pass all good emails on to Caitlin or I'll answer them myself. Uh, and you can also uh, meet with us on Facebook at uh, My Girlfriend Begrudgingly Loves Dune. We have a page and we have it's a... It's not called My Girlfriend Begrudgingly Loves Dune. Oh, sorry. My gr- Girlfriend Begrudgingly <laughs> Reads Dune. Uh, that's the Facebook group. And our Facebook discussion page is called M G. M-G-R-D. My M-G-B-R-D. Yeah. Can of worms. Can of worms. And just go to look at the cute little picture that Sean drew. Yeah, I'll put more cute little pictures up there as yeah. we go along. Uh-huh. Um, Got some, maybe some surprises in store for that at some point. Yeah, and also like rate us. Rate our podcast if you like Yeah, it. give us five stars yeah. on Apple Media. That'd be great. Yeah. If you want to, and if you don't, that's okay too. And... And tell your you, friends. You're still cool with us. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We're chill. Yeah. We're not going to, you know, not like you just because you don't do any of that shit. Certainly not. We like everybody. Yeah, we love everybody. Yeah. Except Donald Trump. Yeah. Not that guy. Yep. Okay. That's it. Thank you. And. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye.